It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about the first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. Napa Know How. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Happy Tuesday to you. A lot to get to. I appreciate you joining us here on the Locked On Bengals podcast on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. Follow us there and subscribe on iTunes and audioboom.com. Thank you so much for the the listens, the shout-outs, the shares on social media, keep that up. It's certainly appreciated here on Locked on Bengals. And, and the offseason continues, and the NFL draft is 44 days away. And, and the NFL offseason in general, we love it, right? I, at least I do. I'm the type of fan that will have draft opinions at nine. There will be a player I want and a player I don't want. Heck, last year, I didn't want Cody Core. I wanted Mike Thomas, a wide receiver from Southern Miss, in the sixth round. I have opinions on who I want and who I don't, and I'm that type of fan and that type of broadcaster, analyst, whatever you want to say. Because I look at these guys, and not not as in-depth as the Bengals do. I don't look at free agency as in-depth as these NFL teams do. But deep down inside, I think we all feel like, looking at what the Bengals have done this offseason, that other organizations would do better. And what I mean by that is, The Bengals have went from perennial contender to pretender in 2016. So so 2015, they were contender. 14, 13, they were considered themselves, at least in the offseason, as contenders. Then they were a pretender last year that thought they could contend. And now they're not even that. And they're not even that. And and I'll give you a, a bunch of clues as to why. It's not just fan perception. This isn't just outside of the league people are feeling this way it's not just in Cincinnati you're feeling like the Bengals are are have taken a turn for the worst it's everywhere and I have multiple articles in front of me national writers writing about this team I also have a quote from a former Bengal that we will get to in just a second it, it's great to have you in today and, and, and I, I look at this and I'm on cbssports.com and Joel Corey and he's a former NFL agent and he's actually, you've heard him on this podcast before. He, he's joined me on my, my radio station on, on ESPN 150700 WLW when I, I filled in there uh, on time and time again on different shows. And Joel Corey's a former NFL agent, and, and he writes for CBSSports.com. And I found this interesting. It, it's 10 takeaways during free agency. And, and the title is Belichick's Brilliance, the Browns' Creativity, 
among 10 key takeaways. Number one is Cleveland's creativity about basically paying to get an extra second round pick with, with the Brock Osweiler move and investing in the offensive line. He also writes about Bill Belichick and his brilliance and how he was able to basically upgrade the pass rush, give Brady a downfield threat, give him a younger, cheaper tight end in, uh, in Dwayne Allen. I mean, they've done so much. They, they added a better cornerback, upgraded there. Bill Belichick, for, for a team that just won the Super Bowl, they just reloaded and stacked themselves. And Brady's going to have more weapons now than he did last season. The defense should be better this season than it was last season. And, and, and if you're the Patriots, you don't want anyone to compete with you, and that's what they're looking like. They're looking like they want to repeat, and they're doing everything they can. Uh, w- one quick footnote, he writes about Russell Okung who is a, a left tackle that signed with the, the Chargers. $25 million guaranteed, $13.25 million on average per year. Left tackle, that's, less than, or that's more than what Andrew Whitworth got, by the way. Wrote about Kevin Zeitler. And, and something that, that's really interesting, and it's his last point. The closing of a playoff window. The Bengals' five-year streak of playoff appearances came to an end in 2016. The loss of wide receivers Marvin Jones and Muhammad Sanu to the Lions and Falcons in free agency last year contributed to Cincinnati's 6-9-1 record. Right guard Kevin Zeitler and left tackle Andrew Whitworth were the only bright spots for an offensive line that gave up 41 sacks last season. Losing Zeitler and Whitworth to the Browns and Rams will likely be a bigger obstacle to overcome for the Bengals than the departures at wide receiver last offseason. So... A lot of times, and I like to come on here sometimes and and tell you to just take a step back and it's going to be okay. I'm not sure I can do that because Joel Corey's been around the league a long time and he just said that the the departures of Andrew Whitworth and Kevin Zeitler are bigger than Marvin Jones and Muhammad Sanu. And you can say what you want about LaFell and Boyd. Sanu and Jones were better last year in 2015. They, They certainly hurt the Bengals last year, them leaving hurt the team. And then there's this. And Pete Prisco writes for CBS Sports as well. And he's given free agent grades to all 32 teams. And for the Bengals, it was pretty simple. The Bengals re-signed three players. Cornerback Dre Kirkpatrick, receiver Brandon LaFell, and backup tackle Eric Winston. But they suffered two big hits on their offensive line. Losing left tackle Andrew Whitworth to the Rams and guard Kevin Zeitler to the Browns. That will sting. They needed to keep at least one of them. Ding, 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 ding. Gives them a C- minus for free agency. Losing two starting offensive linemen will hurt them in a big way. Yes, it will. Just like you thought on Thursday. Just like I thought on Thursday. Just like Joe Goodberry thought on Thursday. Just like we all thought on Thursday. And yet, the Bengals continue to downplay it. Oh, we got Andre Smith visiting. You remember good old Andre Smith that played four games last year and we let him leave in free agency on a one-year deal because we know that Andre Smith... Isn't that good? He isn't that good. The Bengals were willing to move on. And then they brought him back. They'd be like the Bengals bringing back Jerome Simpson to be their deep threat. Okay? That'd be like the Bengals bringing back Jerome Simpson in 2014 when Marvin Jones was injured, or if Marvin Jones struggled, to be their deep threat. Look, I I look at this team... And I can't help but think that it's all gone. The the formula that they could have went down, the path, uh, the road they could have went down this offseason of getting playoff, getting back into playoff form, 
it it was really simple in my mind. It, it wasn't that hard. And, and and I think I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just they're stubborn, if they didn't want to pay a certain amount of money. I don't know. But I do know this. If you tell me Andrew Whitworth is on that team and they only need to replace guard, I'm not too worried about that. I'm not too worried about that at all. Jake Fisher can be the, the right tackle. Okay, I, I could buy into that as well. All right. Then they add a deep threat in the draft. Resign Brandon LaFell. Maybe bring in a pass rusher in free agency with the money that Kevin Zeitler would have gotten. Wow. This team, all of a sudden, they retain Drake Kirkpatrick like they did. LaFell, deep threat. Offense looks good. Bring, bring in a running back in the draft as well in the first couple rounds. Let's say it is Joe Mixon or Christian McCaffrey or the Garrett Blunt, or, or not the Garrett Blunt, or um, who's the kid out of LSU? Leonard Fournette. Heck, or the Garrett Blunt in free agency. Huh, all right. So they, they do have, they have pieces at running back. They have pieces at wide receiver. Offensive line could be solid. Still got Andrew Whitworth there. Defensively, well, they added, they kept Drake Kirkpatrick, and they added a linebacker to replace Maluga, cinder block feet Ray Maluga, who was eating $3.5 million into the cap. Oh, and the pass rush is better. Drake Kirkpatrick is still here. William Jackson the third is a first-round pick is going to play and start instead of Adam Jones. And they still have Darquez Denard and Josh Shaw. Whoa. This Bengals team, they might be right on board. They might be there. Whoa. And instead, instead, they're not even contenders. They're not even viewed as contenders. In fact, Domita Pecco earlier I actually, I think this might have been yesterday, but either way, Domita Pecco on why he left the Bengals to go to the Broncos. Coach Vance Joseph, you know, uh, was with us in Cincinnati, and uh, he had. Um, I have a really good relationship with him, and not only that, just the the winning spirit here. You know, the the organization here is always, uh, like I said, contender. You know, and uh, and I want to win. You know, I'm uh, I'm here for a reason. You know, to come in here and help out the defense in the in the trenches there in the middle. And, uh, and I feel like this is the best opportunity for me to uh, pursue a ring. I feel like this is the best opportunity for me to pursue a ring. And yes, he got $3.8 million guaranteed. And yes, that has a big deal and there's a big reason he signed. But the fact is, if the Bengals are really contenders, if the Bengals had a legitimate shot, do you think Domita Pekka would really want to go to Denver, a place with no quarterback? When he comes, when quarterback matters in the NFL, we're all on board with that. Denver, no quarterback. None. Don't tell me Paxton Lynch or Trevor Simeon, even though Trevor Simeon did outplay Andy Dalton at Paul Brown Stadium last year. I won't get into that right now. But Andy Dalton's established. A.J. Green established. Domita Pecco had a nice gig right next to Geno Atkins. And you could say, oh, yeah, the Bengals didn't want him. But did Domita Pecco want the Bengals? I don't think so. Did Andrew Whitworth think this team had a shot to win? Because if Andrew Whitworth really thought the Bengals were going to win a championship next season, I guarantee you he would have signed, sealed, and delivered 11 million, the 11 million he reportedly got offered. 11 million? He takes that if he thinks he has a chance to win here. If New England would have offered Andrew Whitworth 11 million per. You're telling me he would have went to Los Angeles for 12 and a half? Come on. Get out of here.
to me, this is clear. The vets have spoken. Young guys like Dre Kirkpatrick and, and Kevin Zeitler, I don't view that because they're 27 and they, you know, 26, 27. They still feel like they can win anywhere, that they're game changers. They need to get their money. Guys like Domitop Pecco, players like Andrew Whitworth, yes, they want to sign another contract, probably their last significant contract as professional football players, but they also want to win because it's their last few years as professional football players. And to me, a lot of people, and I've gotten this from fans, is that other fans are overreacting, that the fan base and the media is overreacting to what has happened to the Bengals since free agency began. And I can surely tell you that that is far from the truth. That couldn't be more off. You didn't overreact if you thought the sky was falling. It feels like it's falling. It feels like it. there's a cloud over Paul Brown Stadium. And I'm still wondering right now when they're going to make their first outside free agent signing. It matters when you whiff in the draft. The Bengals have whiffed in the draft multiple times. And I've went over it on this podcast again and again and again. They've had draft where Cedric Obwehi and Jake Fisher and Will Clark and Margus Hunt and guys like that. I like Will Clark. I interviewed him a bunch of times. He's a third-round pick, and they haven't gotten a lot from him. Margus Hunt, really? And, yes, he signed with Indy. Addition by subtraction. Fine. But that's still a bust that you picked in round two instead of Tyron Matthew back in 2013. The Bengals haven't gotten the draft right. And since they haven't gotten the draft right, they should have been willing to dip their toe in free agency and address some of their needs. And they haven't done that either. And that's why fans are upset. That's why they're annoyed. And again, it's not just losing Whitworth and Zeitler. It's the fact that you're, you were just okay with it. And you didn't do anything to address it. And there was no plan. None. There was zero plan from the Bengals to upgrade another position after the offensive lineman walked. Even if you keep Andrew Whitworth and you let Kevin Zeitler, a player in his prime, leave, you should have a plan to get better elsewhere, whether it's wide receiver or running back or defensive back or secondary or linebacker or pass rusher. And they didn't. So if you're a fan and you're upset, I get it. And I understand it because it feels like there's no shot to make a playoff run in 2017. I could be wrong. Cedric he could be amazing next year and jake fisher could be really good actually in jake fisher's defense he's been tossed and turned and, and thrown into a bunch of different spots who knows jake fisher we haven't really seen much of him especially at a consistent spot a boy he had that chance last year he was awful so looking ahead in 44 days the bengals have a draft and the NFL draft is important, and I think that they're going to have to do something to become elite somewhere. And if I'm the Bengals, what I do, obviously they need pass rush. Obviously they, they need linebackers. I, I would address those positions in the mid, mid to late rounds. I would try to get great at multiple positions. And in my mock draft on ESPN 1530 and 700WLW.com, I have the Bengals picking offensive players in the first two rounds. Because I and they're skill players, and and you can go check that out. That's a little teaser for you. Um, I have them picking a wide receiver and a running back, and the reason I do is because of this: if the Bengals' offensive line isn't going to be the, a strong suit, if the the Bengals' defensive line isn't going to be a strong suit, 
well, then they're going to have to get better somewhere. And on offense, it's going to be the skill positions. Speed. Skill. The running backs. You're going to have to get an elite running back, and you're going to have to have multiple of them, and you're going to have to platoon them. Wide receivers, you're going to need a Brandon LaFell and an A.J. Green and Tyler Eifert at tight end and a speedster on the outside. You're going to need all of that. And then maybe it'll alleviate just enough pressure. Just enough pressure on Andy Dalton with all the weapons to throw to that he can still throw it around the field even though the offensive line, to me, is going to be subpar. That's my plan. And, and meanwhile, it looks like the Bengals' plan is to go back to the, back to the past and bring in Andre Smith. Who's, who's at Paul Brown Stadium today visiting. And Connor Barwin, he was in town as well, former UC Bearcat, yesterday visiting the Bengals. I would like that signing. That would give the pass rush a boost. It's not the boost. you still got to draft someone. Just like Brandon LaFell, he's good. He's a piece of the Bengals passing game. He shouldn't be the piece. They need to draft someone. Check out who I, who I mocked to the Bengals. In my latest mock draft, ESPN1530.com and 700WLW. Com. I'm on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Give the Locked On Bengals Twitter account a follow, and uh, also follow me as well. Let's get, let's get the Locked On Bengals numbers up some. And we're uh, we're building. It's building. The listenership, by the way, is really building. Thank you guys so much for subscribing, for listening. I'm working on some analysts, some different guests. I got in motion. Gonna try to get Dave Lapham on here, maybe Dan Hort as well before the draft. 44 days. We're gonna have great insight. So so I know. This was kind of a, a dark, depressing couple of days here. And today wasn't much better. I sound like I'm not in a bad mood. I sound like I was in a bad mood during this podcast. I, I just want, want you to know that you're that I understand where you're coming from. Fans that feel like the Bengals don't have a plan, I understand where you're coming from. And uh, we will certainly react to any Bengals free agency news in the incoming, incoming days as well. Back tomorrow, I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds' hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.